You rock, my friends. You Rock Podcast is for women like you who want to own your life and live an engaged and joyful life. Hosted by Dr. Aliyah Majid, mom of three, devoted wife, and a scientist turned life coach on a mission to empower women to take control of their lives. In this podcast, we deliver tools, insights, and inspiration on rocking your own life, owning to your highest potential, and becoming the best version of you. Now, here's your host, Dr. Aliyah Majid. The more we invest in our happiness, the more productive we become. And the more focused we get, the more creative we become, and we become overall productive. Assalamualaikum and welcome back again to Europe Podcast, podcast for ambitious women like you who wants to go after the life of your dream. Okay, in this episode, I'll be sharing with you guys on why investing in happiness increases productivity and creativity. So before we get into the why, uh, it's worth noting that you're likely to find yourself feeling happier simply by being more productive in your life, uh, by just crashing the things that you want to do in your day-to-day life and making sure that you have that things done. You know, we have a sense of fulfillment when we, we kind of move and make progress in the work that we want to do, especially mainly because uh, the work that we do are moving us forward in the direction that we want, in the goal that we want, in the purpose that we want to serve. Okay, so today I'll be sharing on the, you know, the dark side of productivity because uh, sometimes we thought that being productive is making sure that uh, you hustle 24-7, making sure that you sort of, you know, get it done. All the things that in your to-do list, you want to get it all clear before you even take a leave for yourself, even before you take a vacation for yourself. So there's nothing wrong with getting all things done before, you know, ending the week, you know, getting that break and really making sure that all the things that are important, uh, you have get it done. But what I'm saying right now is the, the culture that we sort of getting into right now that I see more often right now, more often than ever, that people prioritize work over getting more joyful, you know, joy in their life and spending quality time with their family. So, I'm not opposing on really getting down and work your, you know, your <laughs> work hard for getting the things that you want. You know, there's a better way to do it by working smarter, you know. Smarter way to do it is by working from the purpose, meaning that getting to know uh, what is the main uh, direction, what is the goal that you want to achieve. At the end of the day, uh, you are the one who's taking care of your own self. So if you are working harder and harder and not getting enough of downtime to recharge, uh, to, you know, have some time so that you'll be able to come back stronger and be more creative after, you know, having this energy recharge, it's just not worth it, you know. It's just not uh, the life that you want to pursue, at least uh, for several years. If you're into pushing into, you know, sometimes uh, we have that that big goal that you want to achieve in the short term. Like, 
I give you example like during my PhD time. I know that I want to uh, focus on that three years and really pushing it. Uh, however, I, I must be honest that even though I push myself uh, to work really hard and focus during that three years, I want to be honest that I never ever take uh, work <laughs> back home for the weekend. So. The thing is that I still believe that in order for me to be more productive, to increase uh, my efficiency and to perform better in my research work and in the anything that I'm doing uh, at that time, I know that I have to take time for myself and really recharge and not feeling, not feel guilty of taking that time off. So the, the question from, from me to you guys is that, when was the last time you take that leave? When was the last time that you, you know, you just take on uh, the leave that you have long not taken uh, just because you have so many workload in front of you, okay? I realize this more than ever when talking to more and more women out there that even though they have uh, like 25, 30 annual leave a year, but most of the people that I talk to sort of it's hard for them to take that leave even though they have that you know that's the right to just take a leave even though they might have taken that leave they also might feel guilty uh, for putting the thing that they are working on on hold for a while so that culture must be you know we have to put a stop in this kind of culture and the mentality that you have to really work hard and no play at all, no rest at all, no recharging at all. So up till what point? So ask yourself, do you want to live this life forever and, and ever? So uh, investing in our own happiness okay, by recharging, it is also uh, one of the way for us to invest in our own happiness. Again, you'll be much more positive uh, when you take time for yourself and be more productive afterward. Uh, research has also shown that if you uh, intentionally let your mind wanders and, you know, uh, take that break, uh, explore new things, uh, you, you will able to unwind and you'll have, uh, you know, uh, lower stress level you know i i think most of you guys out there already know that but honestly it is harder to implement it right so why exactly does investing in happiness foster productivity and creativity so i'm referring to this book called hyper focus by chris bailey so it's it's a really good book that i often refer to again and again because it's just a practical guide to managing your attention and you know become more creative getting uh, stuff done and live more meaningful life so if you you know, I'll be, I'll be posting the link in the show note below for this resource, this book, uh, in case you want to buy it and have it uh, in your hand. But in this book, the author mentioned that uh, investing in happiness foster productivity and creativity uh, by first and most importantly, a positive mood expands the size of your attentional space. So when you're happy, the amount of dopamine in the logical part of your brain rises, 
which leads you to approach your work with more energy. And because you have more attentional space to work with, you have the resources you need to focus more deeply and accomplish more. So being in a good mood also makes you better at recalling information on the go. If you have a good mood, you can consume information more actively. The happier you are, the more likely you are to put ideas together in new and interesting ways and the better you're able to overcome the challenges that you are facing and uh, see new opportunities and uses the uh, new way, new way to overcome, uh, kind of to solve the familiar things, okay? On the other hand, if you are in a negative mood, it shrinks the size of your attentional space. So unhappy people are less productive. The less happy you are, the more often your mind wanders against your will and the less attention you bring to what's in front of you. So it's like uh, you start to, you know, your mind start to wander in the distant past and ruminating on events that took place. And you, you know, the thing is, it is sometimes... It, it can be benefits to reflect and relieving the past experiences. And this is a good thing to do, meaning that reflecting and learning from the past. Uh, but if you stay there longer than you should to, uh, your productivity might suffer. Because when you your mind wanders more and more to the past, you plan for the future less often and assemble fewer productive ideas. So that's uh, this effect that is called the Zigarnik effect. So I'm not sure if I pronounce it right. The Zigarnik effect. So which keeps unresolved problem front of mind. So it forces you to think of them more often. So if you wander too much at the past, you'll feel more miserable because you will be dealing with a more unresolved problems that sometimes uh, in order for you to resolve it is to move and take courageous action, take action and find new, better ways, new, you know, creative ways to, to solve the problem instead of ruminating of the past. So people who are unhappy takes longer to refocus after interruption and dwell more often on their failures. And uh, there's one study that uh, shows that the habits that uh, such as mindfulness and meditation effective in reducing uh, relapse in recovering depressive individuals. So this is a study that was mentioned in this uh, book that I mentioned just now. So while uh, there is little research on exactly to what degree your attentional space expands when you're happy, happiness expert and Harvard-trained psychologist Sean Acker found that happier people are 31% more productive than those in a negative or neutral state. Okay, so that's another reason why you should increase your happiness and invest in um, getting that, that mood lifted, right? So you might ask me, okay, now I, I know I want to be more happier. It's important for me to be more happier, but my life is such a kind of miserable right now i'm really busy i don't know what to do you might feel like that and i understand you because i 
was miserable uh, at times. You know, the past, I might say, uh, my, my past job, uh, I don't really enjoy. So, okay, to be honest, the thing that I've done in the past, uh, makes me really more, really miserable. And I was uh, having kind of like a mild depression because of it. I don't feel joy. I thought that if I work hard, I will do, you know, getting all the things done and not really spending time for myself. I thought that was the way to go. But until a point that I was feeling burnt out, I feel that I cannot produce a good job doing things that, uh, you know, mistakes and things that uh, saying things that I've started to regret about. So that's when I feel like I, some things need to change and I have to, learn uh, since then on how to even though we are facing a really overwhelming situation really challenging situation even uh, during this time how can we uh, ingrain uh, more happiness into our life okay so Sean Ecker, the, the author that I mentioned just now the author of the happiness advantage in the book and in his TED talk offers a few science-backed strategies to bolster your happiness and a few of his top suggestion is this so number one is recalling three things you are grateful for at the end of each day okay so this is something that is really easy to do creating your own gratitude journal putting it at the side of your bed and make starting to make it a habit to jot down the three things that you are grateful for at the end of the day so sometimes when we are in that bad mood in that overwhelming situation with the work that we are facing we often forgot the things that happened to us that we are really grateful for it can be as simple as, you know, having the time to sip on the hot coffee. I was really grateful to have time to really sip on my coffee and having a really good quality coffee. That's really important for me. I'm grateful for that. And that was what in my gratitude journal for, I think, when I started to do that, I can only see that, you know. I can only see that the coffee is uh, the thing that sparks my joy. The things that I'm really grateful for is that. And then when you practice doing this every day, you start to realize, oh, there's so many things that you take for granted. Uh, things like, oh, today uh, my husband helped me to fold the laundry. I'm really grateful for that. And for example, today my, my son helped me to mop the floor. I'm really grateful for that. So we are what we put our attention to. So if you will start to put your attention on these small, small things that you are grateful for, you start to have a more positive outlook uh, towards life and uh, you'll increase your happiness level. Uh, so that's what we are aiming for. When you ha have increased uh, happiness level, you can increase your productivity and in turn, you'll be much more, you know, feeling successful because you start to have this like closed loop of uh, reaction that produce uh, the outcome that you want. Okay, so start with uh, writing the three uh, things that you are grateful for. The number two is journaling at the end of each day about one good experience that you had. Okay, so 
remember that we want to focus on the things that is uh, more of a good thing right now. So instead of dwelling over things that uh, just doesn't work and putting more, you know, making it bigger than it seems, maybe you can journal on the things that the good experiences that you had throughout the day. And if you feel like you are a beginner in journaling, I have also compiled a journaling guide that you can download in the show note below that I compiled 20 of the journaling journal prompts that I use. I have to use it and I've, I found it uh, beneficial and I have also give my clients to do it and it gives so much, uh, you know, it creates so much impact in kind of a easy way to do. Honestly, if you start journaling now it will help your overall uh, wellness uh, your mental health will improve over time and this is one habit that i really recommend for everybody to start uh, no matter what age you can start now it's not something that you only the high school kids do it you know it's not like that it is something that is really important because it has some benefit it has really big benefit uh, for your mind so that you the things that is bothering you or things that is you know you want to focus more on you can have some place to put it down which is on your journal so check out the journaling guide that i'll be uh, you know posting in the show note uh, so that you can learn on what are the journaling journaling prompts that i love and you can choose uh, whichever prompts that suitable for you and start your journaling journey uh, together with me yeah, the next one will be meditating. So, of course, uh, meditating in Islam, we also uh, have uh, practice like uh, things like zikir. And, you know, I, I'm not really saying that there's uh, one way to do it. There's so many ways uh, to do it. But uh, what it means by meditating is uh, like having a time for yourself and taking a deep breath and focusing on bringing your awareness to the present moment okay so that is uh, what's most important in in meditation so for example i i just be honest right now right for example some people uh, might have gone through like um, the practices of uh, zikir but sometimes when they they zikir it's just in the mouth and not uh, really being present and be connected with whatever the experience so it doesn't bring that uh, more fulfillment it doesn't bring that connection that you really want to seek so try to bring the awareness to your own self first okay start with breathing uh, focus on your breathing and then start from there okay so there's so many uh, breathing exercises and meditation, even the Islamic meditation part that, that you can find in YouTube that is really beneficial for you to start. So this can really help you to bring more happiness in your life. Okay, uh, the, the last time when I gave, gave a talk uh, to the uh, UTP students, I think it was like uh, last month in May. So I mentioned to them that one of the things that I really learned uh, during my time in Japan, because people keep asking me, how do I do all these things? I keep mentioning to people that it's not how you do it. It's about how can you overcome the, the stress? How can you overcome the overwhelming uh, challenges that you are facing? 
So it's not like getting more and more things done and how can I get more things done? It's about how can I overcome it? How can I, you know, uh, during challenging moment, how can I unburden myself so that by doing that, I can uh, come back better and produce a more uh, better result. So that's the thing that I'm imparting. That's the thing that I, the, the message that I want to give to you guys all this while that it's not about doing more and more and more. It's about thinking what are the things that, the biggest things that move the needle and focusing on that. And your quality of life, your wellness is the priority because without that, so what's the point of you climbing the ladder that you are climbing? What's the point of you, you know, trying to, you know, generate more money, but you are feeling miserable? So think about that, right? The last uh, suggestion uh, for improving your happiness is to perform a random act of kindness. So it is quite easy to do this, especially if you are meeting people a lot, uh, you can help people a lot. But sometimes if you are the person who is like me, <laughs> who are working at home alone, uh, maybe it is quite hard for you to, you know, perform a random act of kindness so maybe that's why i love doing this podcast because that's my random random act of kindness for you guys for this listeners here uh, but find a way on how you can do that okay find a way on how you can do that even though you don't meet somebody you can still perform the random kind you know random random act of kindness you know whatever it may be uh, that you feel like you are able to perform it you just do it right Okay, I think that's all for today's episode. And remember, I'll be conducting a mini workshop, a live webinar on the 19th of June that is called Designing Your Ideal Week. I really hope to see you guys there because in the two-hour webinar, I'll be sharing the complete breakdown of how to plan your week effectively. So remember, it's not just about, you know, uh, putting everything, putting all your to-do lists into your schedule and cramming all up. It's not about that. It's about really making your plan more effectively so that you can achieve your goal more effortlessly. And second thing that I'll be sharing during the, I, the, the webinar is the pitfalls of high performing women that I see oftentimes and how you can overcome them. And thirdly is the tools that I get my clients and I, you know, do it. It kind of uh, helps us to get more, more calmer and, uh, you know, from overwhelmed to being empowered really quickly. So it needs this step by step approach that I'll be sharing you guys with you guys on these two hour webinars. Uh, so I really hope to see you there. So that's all. Uh, remember guys to start your day with intention. Love what you do and end your day with gratitude. I'll see you next week. Assalamualaikum. Are you struggling to find time for yourself or for things that matters to you? Or if you even ever find some time, you found that you can't simply slow down and stop thinking about work. 
If you are one of those women, you'll benefit from the Success Accelerator Program, my 12 weeks one-on-one success and productivity coaching program that helps you to do less and get more work done so that you can spend more time doing things you love. Book a free call with me at draliahmajid.com slash coaching or you can do a self-assessment using my free live audit workbook at draliahmajid.com slash live audit or you can even join my Facebook group from the link below. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. Bye-bye. Assalamualaikum.